Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about genetic testing. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash genetics slash testing or in the genetics section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Genetic testing can be used to diagnose genetic conditions. There are a number of different types of genetic tests that are outlined in this section. Testing is done by clinical genetics departments in a specialist genetics lab. There's a few potential scenarios where you may consider genetic testing. The first is diagnostic testing. Diagnostic testing involves testing a fetus or a person for a specific genetic condition. We can test a fetus for a genetic condition via amniocentesis. An example of this is antenatal testing for Down syndrome. Antenatal testing can have implications on the decision to continue the pregnancy. Where a specific condition is suspected, for example Turner syndrome, it's possible to test directly for that condition in a child or an adult. The next scenario is predictive testing. Predictive testing involves testing a person for a specific gene mutation that has implications for them in the future. I'll give two examples of this. The first is the BRCA1 breast cancer gene, which will give an indication of whether a person is at higher risk of developing breast cancer during their lifetime. And the second is to test for the autosomal dominant gene for Huntington's career, which will tell the person whether they're going to develop the condition later in life. The next scenario is carrier testing. Carrier testing involves testing parents or potential parents for a gene for a specific autosomal recessive condition in order to calculate their risk of passing it on to their children. An example of this is testing for the cystic fibrosis gene. A few other specific scenarios are genealogical testing, forensic testing and paternity testing. Let's talk about ethical issues. There are significant ethical implications of genetic testing. It's essential to get consent and perform some level of genetic counselling before doing a test and to discuss the implications of the result. The greater the implications of the test, the more genetic counselling is required. For example, if a patient's parent suffered with Huntington's career, there's a 50% chance they'll have the gene and will inevitably develop the same highly disabling condition. Having a test that tells you whether or not you'll definitely develop this condition is very different from getting a simple cholesterol check. It's important that the person is fully informed about the implication of the results, not only for them but also for their family. Karyotyping Karyotyping involves looking at the number of chromosomes, their size and basic structure. This is helpful in diagnosing conditions like Down syndrome, which is trisomy 21, and Turner syndrome, where a female patient only has a single X chromosome. Microarray testing. Microarray testing involves cutting up the genetic material from an individual using enzymes. It relies on the fact that different genes have different molecular weights. And this is because they're made up of different lengths of DNA material. The chopped up genetic material is applied to a plate that separates molecules of different weights into different locations. 
This can be used to see what genes the person expresses. For example, if you know that a gene for cystic fibrosis is a certain size, and when this gene is chopped out and applied to the plate, it ends up in a specific location on that plate, you can test an individual to see whether they have a clump of molecules at that location. If they do, this suggests they are expressing that gene. This has many applications, such as screening for chromosomal abnormalities and many common genetic conditions, looking for mutations in cancer cells, and also for research aimed at matching genes with phenotypes. Specific gene testing Specific gene testing can be done by splitting the two strands of DNA and adding a gene probe. The gene probe is made of a single strand of DNA that contains complementary genetic code for a specific gene you want to test for. When the strands of DNA are mixed with the gene probe and the gene probe matches the genetic material on the DNA, they will stick together. This suggests that a specific gene that matches the gene probe is present. And this can be used to confirm whether a patient has a specific gene. Finally, DNA sequencing. DNA sequencing is only used for research purposes and it has no role currently in routine clinical practice. This involves splitting the two strands of a person's DNA and then adding individual nucleotides to a single strand of DNA, ultimately revealing the exact sequence of nucleotides in that section of DNA. And this allows you to see the exact sequence of nucleotides in DNA material so that you can establish the exact genetic code. Thanks for listening to this episode on genetic testing. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing this podcast. Written notes on this topic and all the other topics are available in the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book. You can find full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible, and you can find notes, videos, illustrations, and questions on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in for the next episode where we'll talk about Down syndrome.